Have you heard the statement by Nike, just do it? You heard it? Just do it. Sabihin mo sa katabi mo, just do it. Well, today, I want to say to you, just do it again. Do it. Gawin mo na naman. Kung ano yung pinapagawa ng Diyos sa'yo, kung ano yung good na decision na ginawa mo, do it again. Don't stop doing good. Sabi sa Galatians chapter 6, verse 9, let us not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Can you tell yourself, I won't give up? Just do it again. Do it again. Hebrews, again, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 35 says, Do not throw away this confident trust in the Lord. Do you trust in the Lord today? Remember the great reward it brings you. You know, trusting in the Lord will bring a great reward in your life. It says in verse 36, you need to persevere. That's an underrated word. Maraming makukuha, maraming makikinabang sa persevere. Sabihin mo, persevere. When you, yung pagtsatsaga, tuloy-tuloy. Wait it out. Work it out. Keep going. Remember the great reward. And you need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. I, I believe this morning you're about to come into a breakthrough. Yung ilan sa atin dito, there's another level almost arriving. A new season that you're about to go into. Maybe you graduated or you're transitioning in a relationship. Maybe you're about to have a financial breakthrough, a promotion, a new opportunity. Maybe you're about to overcome something But I believe that God sent me here this morning to tell you to not give up. Do it again because you're almost there. You're almost there. You know, I used to be so inspired and motivated. Pag makakita ka ng tao na, na nagsisimula, nag-initiate, they would step out in faith and start something new. Nakaka-inspire, nakakita mo ng tao na take a risk. Go first, raise their hand. Maybe, maybe you volunteered for something. Or maybe you uh, received baptism. Binigay mo ang heart mo kay Jesus at nagsabi, I'm gonna follow Jesus. Magpakailanman. I was inspired when people make commitments. When people do something like maybe they will enroll in the Pepsol. Or they will start a ministry. Or start a business. You know, it doesn't really take so much faith. It's good to start. But it doesn't take so much faith to start. It takes faith to finish strong. It takes faith. You know, anybody can accept the job. Anybody can open a business. Any man can make a baby. But it takes a whole nother level of faith 
to keep doing it again and again and again, to raise a family, to finish what you started, to finish strong. Sabihin mo, do it again. You know, I don't know, what, what are you believing God for today? Anong faith mo? Anong imagination mo? Because the Bible promised that we can do exceedingly and abundantly beyond what, he, what we can ask God or even imagine. We can do more. God has promises. And the Bible says all of his promises for us, they are yes, yes, and amen. God does not make false promises. So pag nag-saturate tayo sa salita ng Diyos, we nakakuha tayo ng mga promises. Pangahawakan natin ang kanyang pangako. And when you have that promise, maybe it's a promise that your family will be saved, a promise that you will overcome that addiction, a promise that you will have that blessing. God will answer your prayer, heal that sickness, bring you through that trial. I don't know what are you believing God for today. But God promised in his word and he wants you to hold on to that word. Minsan hindi agad-agad na yung results. God wants you to also develop in the process. There's a promise, but there's a process. Before you get to that promise, you're going to undergo a process to experience God. You know, uh, last night, si Zion, mataas ang lagnat niya. He has a very high fever the whole night, hanggang ngayon. And I said to him kagabi, sabi ko, do you believe God is a healer? Yes, I believe. I said, well, this is your chance to experience God as your healer. Kung hindi ka nakasakit, hindi mo mararanasan God as healer. You can believe it, but you're going to have to undergo something before you really experience the promises of God. You will never experience God as your provider until you've got no place to turn and you got trusting God to come through for you. So there's a process, but we got to keep believing, keep hoping, keep doing it, keep doing the right things. Do not give up. Pangawakan natin ang promises ni God and don't get discouraged. You know, one, one uh, version, the message says, don't get discouraged, your payday is coming. Your payday is coming. Don't get discouraged. So I want to give you a few tips here, just things that I've been meditating on. And the first one is to hope in the Lord. Can you tell someone hope in the Lord? I don't give to be in hope. You know, sa paggamit ng term hope ngayon, masyadong synonymous with the word wish. You know? Mananalo ka sa contest? I hope so. Actually, hindi yung hope, yung hope, yung term niyan is I wish to, sana. But hope is not sana. Hope is not I wish. Hope is expectation. Yun ang tunay na definition ng hope. It's, it's expectancy. You are not wishful thinking. You are hopeful. Full of Come on, somebody shout hope. You're hope. full of hope. Full of what? Hope. hope. That means you're expecting God's favor. So hope in the Lord. Do it again because you hope. You expect the Lord to come through, to come 
into your life with favor. You believe God is working in your life. You don't believe that he's on another planet. You believe he's in you, working inside you, and he's going to work through you. One time there was an experiment. You know, these guys do experiments with rats. And I come out with them among the rats, but I hate rats. So it's okay. <laughs> but they did this experiment with a rat. And they got you rat in a tub of water to see how long the rat could keep swimming. You know, and but in the they did two experiments. The first one was they put the rat in this tub of water, rat. But they turned the lights off completely in a dark room. The rat could see nothing. And they timed how long the rat could keep swimming. And it lasted for three minutes. Three minutes only. They did the next rat, same room, same tub of water. They put the rat in, but this time with the lights on. And you know the rat lasted for more than 36 hours. Why? Because he had hope. He could see. He could see the lights. He could see what's going on. He had hope. There was, there was something to see around the, around the place. But, we, and, but we're like that when our vision is blocked. But your perspective natin sa Diyos is blocked. Maybe you're distracted and all you see is the depressing things. All you see is yourself. You don't see Jesus. You don't see hope. And we don't last long because we lose hope. In Psalms 121, I love this psalm. It says, maybe you can just follow along with me. Psalms 121 says, I look up to the mountains. Now, mountains are big things. Big, big, uh, sometimes, sagaba, no? And it questions, where does my help come from there? No. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let you stumble. Hindi papayagan ng Diyos na you will be, you will fail. You will stumble. Some people are so afraid of backsliding. So afraid of losing their salvation. Some people are so afraid they will fall to sin and stumble in their future. You know, God, you just keep your eyes on the Lord. Yeah. He won't let that happen to you. Yeah. You know, I mean, of course we have choices, but God makes a way for you. And he says, he will not let you stumble. The one who, get this, he's watching over you. He will not slumber. Hindi natutulog ang Diyos. Indeed, he who watches over Israel never slumbers or sleeps. The Lord himself watches over you personally. Not angels, God himself. The Lord stands beside you. Wow. Imagine that on your darkest, most fearful day, at the job interview, at the police station, at the hospital bed. Where's God? Standing right there beside you as your protective shade. The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord keeps you from all harm and watches over your life. The Lord keeps watch over you as you come and go, both now and forever. Wow. 
It's just a great one. So the next thing that you can do, because you hope in the Lord, now you need to open your mouth and speak to yourself. You know, before, uh, I thought that a person who speaks to themselves is, uh, yeah, baliw. He needs a psychiatrist, you know. <laughs> the person nagsasalita na mag-isa. You know, we thought before that's not a good thing. But actually, the Bible gives us a tip that we should speak to our own soul. Yeah. We need to talk to ourselves. Over here in Psalms, in chapter, uh, let me find this verse. Psalms 42.11, he says, why? He's talking to himself. Kinakausap ang sarili niyang soul. Soul is your mind, your will, and emotions. And minsan, nangangailangan din ng correction ang soul mo. You don't always feel the right feelings. What you think is not always accurate. And God knows what you choose to do is not always the right choice. So, through the spirit Spirit of God in you, pwedeng i-override ang mismong soul mo. Ito, si David dito, kinakausap niya ang sarili niyang soul. Sabi niya, why, my soul, are you downcast? Now, downcast means discouraged, beaten down, depressed. Hindi nakangiti, malungkot, lonely. Sabi niya, ba't ka ganun? Why, soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God. That's a commandment. Kino command ang sarili niya. Sinong kausap niya dito? Sarili niyang soul. He's speaking to himself. Put your, mm, mm. Put your hope in God. Ngayon din. Stop that attitude of hopelessness, downcast. Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise Him, my Savior and my God. You know, we need to talk to ourselves. We need to talk to ourselves and remember what God has done for us in the past. That's number three. Remember what God has done in the past. You know that God has done a lot of miracles. God has given you so many blessings before. You trusted God once before. Do it again. You sang praises to God. You composed your own melody. Do it again. You know? You showed up for cell group. Sa araw na hindi mo feel. Sa araw na busy ka. Do it again. But how will you do it again? Because you remember those promises of God. You remember what God has done in the past. And you remember those promises he's given you. You know, when I look in the Bible, this was funny, actually. So Mark chapter 6 hanggang 8. In Mark chapter 6, Jesus fed 5,000 people. Do you know that story? You know, five loaves of bread, two fish. 
he broke the bread and passed it around. Hindi na ubusan. Parang parami na parami yung every time nagbigay siya dumami. And the the five thousand men lang ha, just the men. Hindi pas kasama sa bilang ang babae ang mga bata. And they all got full, and there were even twelve baskets, big baskets of bread left over. That was Mark chapter six. You just turn the page. Jesus did it again. In Mark chapter eight, he fed again four thousand people. Sagamet ng seven loaves of bread. And there were seven baskets left over. FYI lang. Five loaves fed 5,000 with 12 baskets left over. Nung mas maraming starting puhunan, seven loaves, it fed 4,000 with seven baskets left over. FYI, God can do more with less. God can have more, you know, he can do more than you can imagine. You don't need more for him to do more. He can do more with your less. Grain of mustard seed, that amount of faith, he can do more with it. When I am weak and don't have much, he is strong and he has all that we need. His grace is sufficient for you. But what amazes me is these two occasions, Mark chapter 6 and Mark chapter 8, wala silang dala, wala silang dala na pagkain. So Jesus made a miracle both times. Just one page, turn the page. Now, again, right, right after, mga minutes lang after, uh, or hours lang, after Jesus fed the 4,000, in Mark chapter 8, verse 14, the disciples had forgotten again to bring bread, except for one loaf that they had to share among the whole boat of them. And as they were crossing the lake, Jesus warned them. Well, the point here is they were arguing. He said to him, why are you arguing about having no bread? Don't you know and understand yet? Are your hearts too hard to take it in? You have eyes. You have ears. Can't you hear? Don't you remember anything at all? How many Jesus, when I fed the 5,000 with five loaves of bread, how many baskets left over? 12. When I fed the 4,000 with seven loaves, how many left over? Seven. So here it is. They, they keep running out of bread. And Jesus fed them miraculously. Then they ran out of bread again. Thousands of people. Walang nagdalat ng bread. Jesus made a miracle again. Ngayon, sila-sila lang, mga disciples, nasa boat. And ngayon, galit na sila, nakikipag-argue na sila, bawat isa, they're arguing, because I thought you were going to bring the bread. Hindi, I thought you were going to bring the bread. Hindi, sabi, sabi mo, magdadala ka ng bread. And so they were angry because no one brought the bread. And Jesus is like, I'm with you. Didn't you see what I did again and again? They should have the faith that he will do it again. You know, you need to do it again because Jesus will do it again. You need to believe again because Jesus will be faithful again. 
you need to sing again because Christ is worthy again and again. Jesus, uh, you know, going back to the Old Testament, God provided for a widow. Sat panahon ni Elijah. Miraculous provision of a widow. You know, that she had only enough flour and only oil for one piece, of, one loaf of bread. Sabi ni Elijah, just make that bread, give it to me. Alam mo, hindi naubusan ang kanyang ingredients. And she was able to survive for the whole season. Again, Elisha, yung kasunod ni Elijah, ganon din ang miracle na ginawa niya. So, you know, if it's, well, we don't have food to eat, wala akong pera, I can't pay my debts, any kind of needs that you have, God has provided for you up till now, right? He'll do it again. You can trust him again. If it's tuition, if it's about transportation, God is rich. Siya'y nagmamayari ng cattle on the thousand hills. You know, he's, he's not bankrupt. Hindi siya nauubusan ng mga miracles. And he can meet, he, and he, actually he does meet our needs. Not in your way, but in a supernatural way. Na hindi mo akalain, bawas expenses, biglang unexpected blessings. Maraming creative ways si God. But he meets our needs. He's done it before. He'll do it again. Remember the promises of God. It says, and my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches. So just remember what God has done in the past. Yan ang ginawa ni David. Kaharap niya yung giant, si Goliath. And what David did not do, he did not describe the giant. Merong nakasulat sa Biblia na yung description ni, ni, ni Goliath. More than nine feet tall. Kung gano'ng kabigat ang kanyang spear. Kung anong shoe size. You know, kung anong, ang detailed yung description ni Goliath. Napakalaking mama ito. And he's a champion fighter. But David, who's just a small boy, probably around five foot, he did not describe, hindi niya detail si Goliath. His mind was re busy remembering the things God had done. He said, God helped me beat a lion. God gave me strength, supernatural strength to kill a bear. I can do it again. I can do it again. You know, when you have a, a giant problem you're facing, you need to remember what God did for you in the past. You should have documented your victories. I hope you celebrate the wins along the way. Kung sino sa inyo nag-encounter kahapon, I hope you have a journal. Isulat mo kung ano yung mga ginawa ng Diyos sa buhay mo kahapon. What you were set free from. When you had a financial blessing, I hope you write it down and give credit to God. And next time you're struggling with a problem, don't describe how bad the problem is. Look at the track record of God. Makakatulong sa inyo I mean, God parted the Red Sea. And then again, He parted the Jordan River. And again, so God can do that. Whatever it is 
that's in your way from the breakthrough, remember what God has done sa nakaraan. And it says in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, that without faith, it's impossible to please God because anyone who comes to Him must believe that He exists and He rewards those who earnestly seek Him. So keep having faith. Keep having faith. And remember, this is number four, remember your reward is coming. So be more reward. There's a reward. He is a rewarder of those who seek him. God is not a uh, ordinate. He's not an employer. He's not your slave master. He is a rewarder of those who seek him. And so you need to remember there is a reward coming. Sabini Jesus, just like a woman, John chapter 16, verse 21. Sabini, like a woman who's suffering the pains of labor, childbirth. Okay, sino mga mothers dito? Natanda niyo ba yung pain? Yung aray? How many of your husbands remember the pain when your wife gave birth? The pain of her squeezing your arm? You remember that, Danny? Well, it says here, Jesus said, when her child is born, her anguish gives way to joy. Her pain becomes joy. Because why? She has brought a new baby into the world. Every mother would probably say it was worth it. The reward. Because now you're, you, you forget the pain because you're holding the promise. There was a promise that you believed in for nine months. That promise gave you some pains, made you a little sick, disfigured your body. <laughs> that pain, uh, the pain of holding that promise wasn't easy. It was burdensome for you. You were holding on to a promise. You were believing that it's coming. You changed your diet. You took vitamins. And it hurt. There was a process. There was a pain. But when the promise was there, you forget the pain. I'm telling you, God has, I know there's a process you're in. Some of you are in a process right now. Some of you are undergoing hard promises, pain, gipitan, kahirapan, offense, struggle, hurt feelings. Struggling to be patient, struggling to keep believing, struggling to forgive, struggling to give, struggling to keep showing up. But I'm telling you, your promise is closer than you think. God's promise for you is coming. It said in Joshua chapter 6, I love this. Joshua chapter 6 and verse 1. This was Joshua about to take over Yung city of Jericho. Napakataas ang mga ang walls ng Jericho. And in Joshua 6.1, the gates of Jericho were tightly shut because the people were afraid of the Israelites. Then the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have delivered Jericho into your hands along with its king and its fighting men. Now wait a minute. God said to Joshua, see, pag see, see, ibig sabihin, kita, 
Kita niya, wala. Ang nakikita niya, walls. Tightly shut. Closed. And yet, God is speaking in the past tense. I didn't, he did not say, sooner or later, I will give you this promised land. He said, I have given, see, I have given you Jericho along with its king and the fighting men. It's yours. Tapos na. Only God can speak in the past tense patungkol sa mga battles na hindi mo pa na victory or na win. And so God is saying, see, I've done it. And when Joshua looks in his physical eyes, he only sees an impossible battle ahead. But with the perspective of God, remembering his track record, you can see what God sees. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7, we walk by faith, not by sight. And Isaiah 40, verse 31, those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar up high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Supernatural strength. They will run. Can you run and run and run and run and not get tired? Sa natural, hindi mo magagawa yun. Can you just walk and walk and walk and not pass out in the heat? Sa natural, hindi. But those who are waiting on the Lord, walking in, they're trusting in the Lord, they're going to do it again. Keep walking. And they will walk again. Now, last month, you, should, you, you felt like giving up, but you walked again. You came to church again. You, you, you prayed again. You walk and walk and walk again and again without fainting. Without giving up. Bakit? Because you're putting your trust in the Lord. You're putting your hope in Him. And you talk to yourself. Put your help in God. You remember what God has done. You remember there's a reward coming. There's a breakthrough. I want, to I want you to watch this short video clip of this boy who is crawling. Uh, his coach made him exert his best effort. Sabina, give me your best. So watch this from the Facing Giants movie.
are the most influential person on this team. If you walk around the team, so will they. Don't tell me you can't do any more than what I've been seeing. You just carried a 140-pound man across this whole field in your arms. Brock, I need you. God's gifted you with the ability of leadership. Don't waste it. Yeah, I want 160. And so once you s actually blindfolding him stopped him from seeing the natural and caused him just to do it again. Keep going. Do it again. In my own life, many times, I felt like quitting. I felt like going home. I felt like just walk away, run away. I just kept showing up. And for the life of me, I don't know how I got here today, except by the grace of God. By the grace of God. Just. I just keep remembering what God has done in the past. I just keep telling myself, you put your hope in God. Yeah. You don't put your hope in yourself. You put your hope in God. I keep realizing that maybe I'm closer than I, ex than I think. You know, when someone comes to visit, you see, do you remember Pastor Romel Guevara who was here a few weeks ago? Yeah. Every time he would come to visit, he would say, wow, ang daming bago. And I would say, Really? Parang hindi ko na mamalaya na may bago. But for him, because he goes away, then he comes once in a while na visit, nakikita niya yung progress ng church. And he said, he would always say to me, at SFCC, it seems like the people are always expecting something to happen. That's the culture, that we are expecting God to do something. We're expecting something to happen. But what will you do? Tanong, what will you do when you're praying for something to happen but you don't see anything happening? Just do it again. What will you do when you are believing God pero wala pa yung manifestation? Do it again. When you share your faith with someone, ayaw makinig. You invite your friend and they don't come. When you forgive someone but they don't apologize. Galit pa sila. Ikaw pa ang may kasalanan sa tingin nila. Ano gagawin mo? You forgive it again. Guys, what happened kung nabasted ka? No, no, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> just joking. You, akala mo, <laughs> akala mo, nag-change na sila. You're expecting them to become sweet. You, you as a, a spouse, you know, you, you humble down, 
you, you serve, you try to be nice, you try to reconcile your, your tension. What happens if hindi siya naging sweet? Matigas pa rin. Do it again. What happens if you trust someone, you open up your heart, and they hurt you? Do it again. Number five is this, just don't quit. Do it again. Finish strong. Stick it out all the way to the end in your marriage, in that job, in your studies, at church. Do it again. Don't give up. Forgive again. Love again. Show up at work again. Pray for someone again and again. Give again. Volunteer again. Serve again. Go to post-encounter again. Sacrifice again. Trust again. Share again. Do it again. Put your hope in God. Remember his promises. Remember his track record. And you can draw strength from his spirit even when you are weak. Even when what God says is not the same as what you see. Do you get that? Sometimes what God says, his promise, is not the same as what you see in the natural. Just keep doing it. Trust God no matter what it looks like, no matter how it feels like. Keep doing it. Keep going. Keep showing up. Because your breakthrough may be closer than you think. It's almost there. You're going farther. You're stronger in Christ than what you thought. He's, gonna, he's brought you farther than you thought you could ever go. Do it again. Let's pray together. Father, I choose to trust you that my reward is coming. The payday is close. Make my heart fixed on you. Fill me with your peace as I patiently wait on you, trusting in you. I remember all the times you've been there for me. You've, tr- you've blessed me. You've delivered me. You've saved me from my own foolishness. You've, you've protected me from the hurts of others. You won't let us stumble. You won't let us be snatched out of your hands. So, Father, help us to stay committed to you and keep doing again expecting the reward. We will harvest in due time. We will see the rewards of our faith. I pray for everyone here, every marriage that is feeling like giving up, every person that still is looking for a job, every person that still is looking for a mate, every person that's still trying to break through that habit, break away from that habit, Every person that doesn't have a direction in their life. They don't have a relationship with you. I pray, Lord, that by your grace, you will give us that hope that we need. Not to be like a rat in the water with no lights on. Help us to be like a swimmer aiming for the finish line. 
with the light of your promises guiding the way. Thank you, Father, that Jesus is our hope, that we have already the victory, even though we still will face a battle, that you see the past tense when we see the future impossibility. And we thank you, Jesus, for the great exchange at the cross, that you took our failures, our weaknesses, our sin, our separation and shame, you took it on yourself and gave us your very holy life and put your Holy Spirit in us to empower us that by grace we can do everything you said we could do and we can have everything you said we could have and we can become who you want us to be. And so, Father, I thank you for that salvation. If there's anyone here, kung sino man nandito ngayon hindi pa nakatanggap kay Jesus, this is the best time right now. The day of salvation is now. Simply lang, you put your hand on your heart and you say, Jesus, I need a Savior. Pinapasok kita sa aking buhay. Ikaw na ang aking tagapagligtas. Hindi ko kayang iligtas ang aking sarili. So I trust you. I believe you died for me to wash away my sins. I receive that gift. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, do it again. Do it again. Come on, do it again.